Hey, Slayers. Welcome to the Chardonnay and Slay Your Business podcast. My name is Jamie King, a.k.a. The Slay Coach. I'm a business coach, educator, mom, and founder of the Chardonnay and Slay brand. Last year, I went from broke fitness coach to six figures in six months. Each week, you will hear myself, guest experts, and other boss babes just like you share their proven strategies on how to take your business from baby grave to expensive boss babe Bordeaux. It's time to show up and have your voice heard. Now pour a glass of bubbles and get ready to slay with me. Hello, my lovely slayers. And today's episode is brought to you by the one and only, the number one most diverse and inclusive female entrepreneurial summit of all time, the Summit of Slay. So I am bringing together my fave boss babe inspirations. I am bringing you the author of the book, Girl Code, and like she owns the place, my good friend, Kara Alwaleba will be coming to speak to you. Rayshonda Johnson of All is Fair and Love and Fashion. She has over 400,000 followers on her Facebook page. She is a boss with a hell of a story. I am also bringing to you my personal business coach, million dollar business owner by the age of 24, Sabrina Phillip, and so many more guest experts and speakers. I cannot even explain to you how much of a value and jam-packed entertainment and so much fun. I'm talking yoga, sold out, so much music and soul, a VIP experience with me and other guest speakers, rooftop party, Friday night, the night before. We still have a few tips tickets left for VIP. So if you don't have VIP, early bird ticket sales will actually go up officially May 1st. So you have until May 1st to get your tickets in and save $50. And if you applied to my mastermind and if you got accepted, you have your free ticket. If you are also in the level up program or the fast track program with me, you also get a free ticket. But my VIP slayers, you do not want to miss early bird uh, entrances, good as fuck seating front row and a kickoff meet and greet with me, as well as the first 100 people to get a ticket will get a group coaching call with me in the year of 2019. So amazing value, the cheapest, most affordable entrepreneurial experience coming to you in Louisville, Kentucky at the Henry Clay, August 23rd through the 25th. And I will see you there. I love you so much. I can't wait to squeeze you in person. Hello, my lovely slayers, and welcome back. And today I am talking to my dear friend, influencer, personal branding coach, host of the Brunch with the Universe podcast, and all around magical unicorn goddess, Ashley Spadelli. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for popping on with me. So, I want to give you a brief backstory. Ashley and I met at a female entrepreneur event last year and it was like love at first sight, (laughs) love at first unicorn sight. I saw her DJing at this event and I was like, oh my God, who is that goddess over there? And then we talked, I think it was the next day. Yeah, Yeah, it was the next day the next day for the first time. And it was like instant connection. Love you. Love her. And we've been talking about doing a show together for a while now, and we're finally doing it. So thank you so much for being on and coming to talk to my audience about all things branding business. But can you give them a little backstory about you and what you do and how you've 
gotten started in life and business? Of course. Yeah. So I am a personal branding coach. So basically what that means is I support entrepreneurs so that they can stand out online as their authentic, magical selves and attract their ideal client and sell their shit basically, but by being them. And um, I kind of got started with this through being an entrepreneur for years, not in the online space, being a professional makeup artist, running my own cupcake business, um, doing lash extensions. Um, My cupcake business actually was called Glittle Cupcakes. So (gasps) glitter and little mixed together. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so cute. (laughs) Of course it was. Super cute. So yeah. the name of my blog actually is Glittle Wonderland because Glittle kind of stuck and my friends call me Glittles sometimes. Oh my God, that's the cutest thing. And that's a great word to describe you. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm a Glittle. <laughs> uh, made up word. Love that word. But yeah, and I've been modeling since I was in diapers and uh, fashion has always been my jam and I have Wait. this Go back to the modeling thing. I don't think we've talked about this before. Were yeah, you a I, model? I was a childhood model. I was too. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so funny. That's hilarious. Guys, we're like the same person. It's crazy. We're soul sisters. Yeah, for like eight years. My mom worked for like yeah. a photography agency. Like My dad's a pro photographer. So like I grew up having a dad that's a photographer and I would just do like all this childhood modeling and like then I did hand modeling as I got older. <laughs> my hands. <laughs> Model my weird thumbs. <laughs> I have really weird thumbs. <laughs> That's but hilarious. Yeah. So like I did that and then blogging came into play um, with just me just sharing the things that I love being a makeup artist. People would always ask me my favorite products and skincare. Um, I was making YouTube videos, how to make cupcakes. Let's see what else. Um, and just all around, like I loved having photo shoots. Yeah, so it kind of like- just... Yeah. What year did you start blogging and sharing? If we're really going to dial it back, I had a live journal. Um, and some of you might not know what that is. What the fuck is that? A live journal. No. It was like, it's like an online journal diary uh, before even Facebook existed. It was this oh platform. God, it, it still exists. This platform that you could write about. So I would like, you could make it public, but you could also not, you know, you could close it or only share it with certain friends. Yeah. So it was around the MySpace time. And I would just like write about my day and like all this stuff and write poetry in there. So that I would say was my first time of blogging. And then I started to take pictures because we, we had like these finally digital cameras. I'm dating <laughs> myself. Um, <laughs> and I would have to upload them to, I can't remember the name of the website right now, this other site and copy and paste the link so that I can embed it into the actual live journal. Some oh of you guys God, might know what I'm talking about. A lot of you probably don't. But <laughs> no, no clue. Not even over here. <laughs> but yeah, so that would, I, I would say that's when I originally started blogging. So that was probably 2000. 2004. Jesus. That is so crazy. Yeah. And I kind of just always shared in one way, shape or form. I'm creative, artistic. So I always like to share whatever I thought was cool with people. Actually, fun fact, this is very random, but there was a 
town newspaper where I grew up and I had a weekly column on the five hottest trends. Oh my God. I love it so much. (laughs) I think I was in third grade or fifth grade. No, fifth grade, fifth grade. But so this started in 2000 in in what, 90 something? In the 90s, I had this little column thing. Yeah. So you really started blogging in the 90s. Really in the nineties, yeah. Yeah, not like seriously. Like, I also, I also a did, blog. Yeah, that is. It's considered what a blog was, and I also did the morning announcements from fifth grade on, like over the loudspeaker, because oh my God, I love that. So technically, I've been podcasting for life. But, <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, but that's basically my background in a nutshell, and that's why I just. I love content. I love creating content. I love helping people um, figure out what, how to create content, how to show up as themselves, like in front of the camera, um, whether it's for photos on your feed or in your Instagram stories or for a YouTube video, whatever it is. I just love that shit. So you guys, you have to go follow her. Her Instagram is so fucking pretty. She's my pink sister, my neon unicorn, bright colors pink, beautiful, magical, colorful sister. <laughs> I think we were both wearing you. a fuck ton of sequins when we met. <laughs> Lots of glitter and unicorn stuff. So, okay. So we've been basically blogging since birth. Got it. Check. <laughs> and how did you really, really, really start? If you could give my audience some tips today on how you got started in working with brands and making money from influencing and maybe how they could start to pitch brands now? Yeah. So I definitely started just by sharing the things that I loved um, all the time. I would just share the things that I love nonstop. And then I would go from there and um, I would start to tag them and reach out to the brands. Like I would go into the DMs and I would be like, hey, I really love your brand. I use it all the time. I really feel like it would align with my audience. If this aligns with you too, I'd really love to share more. Um, Would you love to collaborate with me? I'd love to create some magic with you. And that would be the DM that I would send kind of just to get started. So, so good. So what can people expect for a brand collaboration? Like as far as in exchange for X amount of posts, you're going to be compensated with this. Is it, is it product? Is it, mm-hmm. is it money? Is it affiliate links? Like what, what would you say in the beginning people should expect? I would say a lot of the times in the beginning, it's probably product for a post. Don't let people take advantage of you. Um, even if you have like a you know, maybe you don't have 10K followers. That's okay. Like right now, micro influencing is so big. If you have 5,000 followers and your audience is hella engaged, right? You can still 100% get paid. You just have to ask for it. But I, I definitely think it's important in the beginning to just work with several brands that are trade for product. So you get your feet wet. You know what it's like. If you are getting pitched by some brand and they're asking a lot of you um, and it seems like, you know, uh, dare I say flat tummy tea, like 
that's bullshit. Like they definitely, unless you want flat tummy tea, you know, like do it by all means. But I like to work with smaller brands to be able to support things that I actually truly love. And I like to test out. So, um, in the beginning, do some, build a quote unquote resume, um, or we can call it a media kit. So if you don't have a media kit, make one that makes you look professional. Um, if you know, because you're just starting out and maybe you're afraid to pitch to get, you know, to make some money off of it, you can make a collab kit. So when I say this, it might be a smaller local brand that you're, you're looking to work with or a small, you know, they're a smaller brand in general because you can see their Instagram, but you want to support them. They likely don't have the budget to pay you. But if you want to work with them, by all means, you should do that. So a collaboration kit lists everything that you should expect from them and everything they should expect from you. I love that. And, and total expectations are different for each type of company and offer. Like they're, they're going to be targeted, right? For each individual pitch. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like, for example, I guess they would probably what expect, let's say if it's a smaller influencer company and they don't have a budget, you could probably what pitch them on, okay, I want to collab with you in exchange for product. I will give you what one post. Yeah, you could say, I will give you one post in my Instagram feed Yeah, that will stay there. Um, if you really want, you could, if you want to put it in your stories, you know, that's totally up to you. But um, I always give a little bit more than what I commit to, just mm-hmm. because I feel like that shows the brand like, oh yeah, like I'll do one story and instead maybe I do three. Um, yeah. Because if you're really passionate about the brand or the product, you have to remember it's not just about getting the thing. It's about building a relationship because every brand that I now work with, I want to continually work with them. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be promoting 50 different brands about the same type of thing. I would rather be like, yes, I have tried it out other brands, but this is my favorite. And this is why you always hear me talk about, you know, Um, for example, I always talk about beekeepers naturals, like I love their stuff. So you're going to always hear me talk about that. Yeah. And do you have like your prices listed on like say a pitch kit or what did you call it? A, um, a media kit. Well, is it a media kit? I guess it's a, what did you say? A collab kit if they're not getting paid. Right. Yeah. That's what I have to say. If you already energetically know, like it's a smaller budget type of uh, brand that they're not likely going to pay you. Um, it, it will be very evident. It'll be very evident. That's what I send to people when I'm not looking for, I'm just looking for exchange post for product, mm-hmm. but anybody else that's slightly bigger that you think may have a budget or definitely has a budget, you create a media kit. And basically this has little packages set up where it's like, you get one post and one story. You get two posts and three stories, you know, for this price. Um, And it kind of just tells you about who you are, who your audience is and what you offer and why you should want to work together. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's really important to touch on what you said earlier, because I think it was so good. Um, Micro-influencing is really large right now. And so if you think you don't have enough followers to go pitch someone, you're probably wrong. (laughs) Yeah, you totally, you totally can. 
because some smaller companies, 2,000 followers, if they only have 300 followers, that's a lot to them. Yeah. And if you're going product for post for a smaller company, getting in front of an influence, a a targeted 3,000 person audience is going to be huge for them. Of course, they would bite and throw you a free bone, like throw you some product. Yeah. And maybe even give you some type of affiliate commission, which is a, a sales commission afterwards. Yeah. And you should ask for, for that too. Like, Hey, like, you know, one of uh, both of our favorite brands is for Sigmatic, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we love that brand. So I'm an affiliate for them as well. So anytime I do use it, drink it, and I share it on my stories, I give you guys a code and that's for you to like save a little bit of money, but it's also for me to like, you know, make a little bit of money. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the beauty in it. You save, I save. It's great. It's a great but, thing. But it's so true though. Like we're both super upset. Like I'm, a, I'm drunk on mushrooms every day. I'm mushroom drunk. <laughs> like I legit, if they didn't pay me, I would be talking about this shit. Like, yeah, same. I, I'm obsessed with their stuff. I remember I stumbled upon um, their physical, only physical in-person store. In Venice, I saw. Oh my God. And I was like, what? They have a store? <laughs> I know. I recently discovered that too. I was in a rush though, so I never went in. But next time I'm, I'm in Venice, I'm going in. It was so cute. This little nook in the back. And it was so funny because ironically, like, thank you universe. I had literally just run out of my last packet of mushroom coffee on the plane, on the flight to LA. And I had ordered the day before I left. I had ordered same day Amazon shipping. I did same day shipping, meaning I ordered enough to qualify for free same day shipping. So I bought like four boxes of mushroom coffee (laughs) in order to get free shipping. Yeah. So I literally ordered four boxes same day. It's the first time Amazon has ever failed me on same day shipping. Like literally it didn't come till the next day. And I was like, what What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm, I'm out of mushroom coffee and I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go to a Whole Foods. I'm sure it's at Whole Foods in LA. It's at Whole Foods here. So I was like, well, I'll just find a Whole Foods when I get there. It's fine. And I shit you not, as soon as I got off the plane, because I had my last packet on the plane and I was like, okay, tomorrow I have clients. Today I have to go to the grocery store. And I was like, well, I'm going to go shopping in Venice first. So I got straight off the plane, got my rental car, went straight to Abbott McKinney to go (laughs) shopping. And I parked my car on the street. The I, I literally drove around the block twice and there were no spots and then magically one appeared and I parked my car on the street and I didn't have to walk. I was like super pumped about my street parking <laughs> and I looked to my right as soon as I get out of my car and there's this tiny little mushroom shop and I was like, what? They have a store? I had no idea. And then right. I, dude, I was like blown the fuck away and then I walked back there and start talking to these guys and I was like, Wow, it's so crazy that I found you. I literally just ran. I'm, I'm traveling from out of town and I drank my last packet today and I was stressed out about my shipment not getting here before my travel because I was going to not have any coffee this week. <laughs> and here I am parking in front of your building and I didn't even know you all had a store. He was like, yeah, this is our only location. I was like, this is the only one? <laughs> what are the odds of like crazy. I don't know. It was just like very serendipitous. Like, thank you universe. I said I needed coffee and here I am. Here we are. Anyways, funny story about mushroom coffee, but but yeah, so good to touch on like affiliate links and 
using affiliate sponsorships to grow your revenue. I'm affiliated with several different like network marketing companies. Well, two different network marketing companies. I'm still affiliated with Beachbody. I still like use their pre-workout. Like yeah. I still occasionally drink Shakeology. Like I, I don't pitch or sell, but if someone asks me like, oh, what here, here's the link, like go get it. <laughs> yeah. Or like essential oils. Like I use Young Living. So if they're like, oh, I want to know what that is that you're drinking from Young Living. Here, here's the link. Like, yeah, it's all adds up. But when you're just coming from a place of genuinely sharing what you give a fuck about, what you actually use and enjoy, not like, oh, I'm just drinking this just so I can make money off of it. Like there's a different exchange there. Right. I, I agree. Like, I don't know, Ashley and I are both very soul filled uh, entrepreneurs. So yeah. Yeah. We don't promote anything that we do not 100% love. So. Amen. So (laughs) if you could leave my audience with a couple of tips on how to like stand out as a brand online, what would you tell someone like drowning in a sea of horses and they want to be a unicorn? (laughs) Yeah. I would say number one, think about your colors. Like what are the colors that you are attracted to? Like, what is your power color? Now, you might be Ooh, thinking like, gee, gee, Ashley, you have pink hair and Jamie has purple hair. So, duh. Um, but you don't need to go dye your hair. That's not what I mean by this. Like, it could just be your clothes. Like, a lot of people don't think about their clothing. So, if you know what you're attracted to and your Instagram feed is cohesive and several colors keep coming up and those are your brand colors, that's going to make you stand out more than the, you know, Joe Schmo, like basic B. You know what I mean? Like you're going to pop out more when you add certain colors so people know and they associate you with that color. So that is definitely one thing that I definitely always promote big time. It's so color. good. So fun. So true though. Like when people will think of you when they think of that color and they'll start sending you stuff like links of like, Oh look, I thought of you. Yeah. I saw this. Yeah. Like I, I know someone even like even words that you identify with. Ashley oh, said yeah. something when I was on her show that was so good. Can you tell my listeners that about what you do with the Instagram stories and the songs and how they think of you? Yes. So he, it's just like all of our senses, right? When you think about it. So hearing is one of them. Anytime, and you think about memories too, right? Memories. We associate certain songs with certain times and feels and things that happen in our lives. So if you are constantly showing up in your Instagram stories and using like the same four or five songs, like putting them in to wherever you, you feel will fit, for you. Um, and you just keep repeating them. After a while, your audience is going to think of you whenever they hear that song. They're going to be like, oh so yeah, I remember. What, why do I always hear this one particular song? So here they are driving down the road and on their Spotify or Apple Car, uh, like Apple iTunes, whatever Apple music it is now. I'm like, I don't even know the name. Or your Sirius XM, all of a sudden a song comes on and you're just like, Oh yeah, Ariana Grande, break up with your boyfriend. Ashley always plays break that song because I was obsessed with it for a minute. But maybe you're, like you're thinking of it now because I always play it. Here's where I'm gonna say something that I've never said before. I don't often get shook when I hear something new. 
<laughs> that I was like, oh my God, that's a great idea. I've literally, I very rarely have, am on shows or get or interview people on my shows that teach something that I'm not already teaching or that have given me a fun hip marketing tactic or branding tactic that I wasn't already using. I'm like, Ashley, tell me again, because I need to go do this in my <laughs> Because I'm not doing this. This is genius. You do. And associate it with different things. So for example, like another tip that I give my clients is like, hey, when you show up in your stories, what's going to make you stand out and connect more with your audience is also like, great, you're a coach maybe, and you're giving a lot of information, you're giving a lot of value. But at the end of the day, the person that is connecting with you wants to connect with you because you're you. So they want to you want them to want to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. You want them to know your dog's name. You want them to know what, ki- what kind of coffee you drink, what kind of skincare you use. Mm-hmm. Like share all that shit. So when you're sharing that, sometimes you don't have to show up like you in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. When you're showing your coffee, you know, show your workspace and you put on one of those songs. And then also when you know your power colors, those power colors are going to be your text on your Instagram stories. Yep. I know my power colors. That's all. <laughs> I do. definitely, I definitely know my power color. And it's so important to listen to what she said. So if you follow her or if you're going to be stalking her immediately after this episode, you know that she is a beautiful hair colored unicorn like me, um, <laughs> but you don't have to go fucking color your hair to stand out. It right. pisses me off when people say, oh, well, how do I stand out like you? I don't have colored hair. And I'm like, no, it's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. So yep. It's the energy in which you carry yourself and I live in my brand. Like I literally hired a stylist. If you all, you all can't see this right now, I'm wearing a purple blazer with a mm-hmm. t-shirt, under, a graphic tee underneath it that says Clueless. So I'm wearing a Clueless t-shirt and a purple blazer, like on brand, hashtag on brand. On I, brand. I am making t-shirts that say that. So I, I can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. So I'm making, um, but like someone sent me the other day, um, one of my husband's guy friends, he used to work with at UPS, sent me a link to a Buffy the Vampire Slayer's jacket <laughs> because it said Slayer on the back. It's so funny. And I was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> he was like, yep, thought you'd like that. I was like, I do. I do like it. Yep. I'm a huge Buffy fan, but it was just funny. He was like, yep, said Slayer. So I thought you'd like that. I was like, I do. That is a word I use every day. <laughs> yep. So, but people start to get to know you by the things you do consistently. Like Ashley said, using the same four or five songs like throughout your day. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. I'm so mad I never thought of that. I'm so grateful you shared that. It's <laughs> so good. It's now good my, shit. It's good, magical so, stuff. Right. And now they're going to listen and be like, I wonder what four songs she's going to pick next. I'm like, hmm, I have to go pick some now. Yeah. Um, and you can filter them in and out too. You yeah. know, like, yeah. yeah. And actually, I need to get my, um, my, my podcast producer has someone, my husband might have it. I think he has the audio file of like the raw... Um, beat from my podcast intro and I love it so much. Like I could like listen to it and dance to it all day. And I'm like, oh, I need to get that and start sharing that on my stories. Like, yeah. Yeah. All these ideas now I have. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So where can my audience find you? What do you have coming up that you can share with them? Where can they get more goodness? 
Yeah. So it's just ashleyspidali.com. You can head over there. All the things are there as well as my podcast is Brunch with the Universe on iTunes and Spotify. And on Instagram, it's just at Ashley Spidali. And I have a Facebook group. It's called the Brunch Pod Squad. Um, I love it. It's, you know, a fun little place for everybody to just create community. And we are very supportive and bounce things off of each other. And very similar to your Facebook group. Um, where we're just all supportive of each other and sharing all the things. Girl power. Girl power. Um, So it's a great, fun little hangout spot. And yeah, that's where you can find me. And can you spell your last name for them? Yes. So they can type it Um, in. I'm going to phonetically do it. Um, S is in Sam, P is in Peter, E is in Edward, D is in Donna, A is in Apple, (laughs) L is in Lamb, and E is in Edward. But Dale, <laughs> that's how you want to say it. <laughs> well, people in Kentucky, oh, Kentucky. yeah. When I come, I'm sure it's gonna. If they try to say it, it's gonna be that. Spadale, <laughs> what's that? Spadale. <laughs> and she was telling me the origins of her Italian name, and it means hospital. Yeah, ospedale. Ospedale. <laughs> ospedale. Yeah, but uh, spadale. Spadale sounds better than Ashley Hospital, so. It definitely does. <laughs> well, thank you so, so, so much for dropping in and sharing all the tips. I'm going to link all of Ashley's links in the show notes so you can go stock and absorb all of the goodness she has to offer the world. She is magical. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having you. me. I love you. All right. I love you, Slayers, and I will slay you again later. <laughs> <laughs>